Hello. Welcome to Discovering Jazz, where you and I together discover great music, picking up information to keep jazz old and new alive. My name is Larry Sademan, here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, sponsored by Peterborough Independent Podcasters. This week, the last episode, at least for now, of my series on jazz and folk music, focusing mostly on traditional music, where the exact authorship isn't really known. Starting with a traditional Japanese folk song called Sakura Sakura, off a 2009 album by the Stanley Clark Trio, called Jazz in the Garden, with Lenny White on drums, Hiromi on piano, and Stanley Clark bass.
Stanley Clark Trio, Sakura Sakura, with Hiromi on piano and Lenny Wade on drums. I was interested to see if John Coltrane had recorded any traditional folk songs. One site mentioned My Favorite Things and Russian Lullaby, but neither of those are traditional, having been written by Richard Rogers and Irving Berlin, respectively. But there is one I found, even though some of its origins might be in dispute. From a 1961 recording that wasn't released until 1974, called Africa Brass Volume 2, there's a tune called Song of the Underground Railroad, which is a reworking of the spiritual Follow the Drinking Gourd, first published in 1928. The Drinking Gourd is another name for the Big Dipper, and according to folklore, enslaved people used it as a point of reference so that they wouldn't get lost during the escape to the North and to freedom. First, let me play a more folky version of that tune from a Canadian TV show called God's Greatest Gifts. Here's Eric Bibb.
the dragon gold follow the dragon gold for the old man is waiting for to carry you field follow the dragon Now let's see what John Coltrane does with it, with an arrangement by Eric Dolphy, featuring a piano solo by McCoy Tyner. Here's Song of the Underground Railroad, a reworking of that drinking gourd tune that you just heard. John Coltrane.
John Coltrane, Song of the Underground Railroad, which you can notice, especially after listening to Eric Bibb, which I played before it, that it's really an adaptation of Follow the Drinking Gourd. Okay, we've done Japanese traditions, U.S. traditions, and many others over the past weeks, but not Mexican. So here's what I think is the most famous Mexican tune ever, even more famous than La Bamba, even if we don't always know its name when we hear it. This tune has been credited to uh, Carino Mendoza in 1862, but he only popularized this even older tune, and it's certainly gone through a folk process. As I can recall as a youth, dirty lyrics that were added to it. Something about how in China they do it for chili. Here is Celito Lindo, Sunagunag's trio with Scott McElmore on drums and a bassist whose Icelandic first name I can't pronounce, but his last name is Jonsson.
Iceland's Sunagunlag's trio, Selito Lindo, from 2015. Let's make a dramatic shift now. Here's an old tune for which many people have taken credit as the writer, and it depends on what verses they use. It's a standard for Western swing groups, and this is a version by Al Bernard and the Goofus Five from 1927, Hesitation Blues. away from here oh tell me how long have i got away oh can i get you now or must i hesitate The sailors like to go to sea Oh, tell me how long Have I got to wait Oh, give me Six, two, eight, nine, one Or must I hesitate She likes some young and she likes some old oh, Tell me how long have I got to wait Oh, give me three, six, eight Or must I hesitate I'll say Russia is a mean old place To cut off your head and throw it in your face So tell me how long have I got to wait Oh, give me six, the two, three, five, nine, or must I hesitate? So, is Western swing jazz? It's a genre that takes a bit from almost every genre. Pop, country and western, blues, jazz, rhythm and blues, and even the occasional classical melody. And if you think of the three main components of jazz as being the blues scale, swing or syncopation, and improvisation, 
it fits right in. And maybe add a bit of what you call dissonance. Those old Western swing groups often played by ear and their improvisations were frequently freer than in some of the popular swing bands of the time where almost everything was written out. At some point, I'd like to do a whole program on Western swing, also called country swing. But for now, that last tune and this next one should suffice. It's believed that blues singer Memphis Minnie first recorded this double entendre tune. And since then, it's been performed in many different forms with different words. Where it first came from, who knows? Here's a Western swing version by Bob Wills and his Texas Playboys from the mid-1930s. What's the matter with the mill? Definitely lots of syncopation in those solos, and piano player Al Strickland seems willing to throw in a few chromatic-sounding off notes. Bob Wills and his Texas Playboys. 
An important and often undervalued part of the roots of jazz and blues is the Negro spiritual. And those spirituals often came from the church. John Hendricks, the most prolific jazz lyricist of all time and member of Lambert, Hendricks & Ross, in 1960, put together a review that he took on the road. It was called The Evolution of the Blues Song. It was made into an album, and one of the singers is a Kansas City blues man who later moved to Edmonton, Alberta, where I lived then and live again now, and he became a Canadian citizen. He went by the name of Big Miller. Here he is with the traditional spiritual of Sometimes I Feel Like a Motherless Child, with John Hendricks reinforcing the role that songs like this played in the evolution of blues and jazz. Big Miller with a choir directed by Bob Florence. Here lately, the blues have fallen on very chilly days. The youngsters nearly forgot the old-time ways. They forgot about the warmth of the days of old and got so cool, they got downright cold. The acceptance of jazz as a culture is going to be a lot quicker when we all realize that it wasn't born in them houses with the women and the liquor, but right in church. And I ain't no liar. Didn't Dinah and Sarah come right out the choir? And I'll tell you why. The beauty of the blues is the beauty of the spirituals. And the spirituals come from the heavens on high. The sound the universe makes while it's going about its business, vibrating and rotating, is the music every musician hears without even using his ears. The reason spirituals and blues always get to you because they don't come from you. They come through you. So you'll never understand the blues from no high intellectual perch. You got to come down to earth and go to church. So you see, the blues are of the spirit and the spirit is life and all life is nothing but a small piece of the one great life manifesting as the many So if we don't share and protect life, we soon find out we ain't got any. Life is a spiritual force that every living being shares with every other living thing. Sometimes I feel like a motherless child. Sometimes I feel So now, children, when you get away from the word, you're going to have to pay earthly dues. And no wonder you'll name them after the sky you're under. You'll get the blues. But one of these days, we're all going to realize that this music didn't start out in them bad houses where all that low life was going on, but in them good houses where all that preaching and singing was going on and praise of the Lord in the church. And come that day, the glorious music of life will ring from every rafter and we'll all live happily ever after.
Sometimes I feel like a motherless child. Sometimes I feel like a motherless child. Alone from home alone from Jake Miller, with narration by John Hendricks. This next song isn't one that folk collectors would call a folk song, even though it came out of the folk revival of the late 1950s and mid-60s. Its jazz credentials come through the fairly intricate chord sequence, the lilting slow swing, and the fact that it's in the sixth edition of The Real Book, Volume 1, that is like a Bible for jazz students. It was first recorded by a commercial uh, folk group from the late 1950s, the Kingston Trio. It was actually a solo by member Bob Shane. And Dave Gard, a Kingston Trio member, was credited as writing it. But he didn't, and he admits it. Gard was dating the sister of football player Tom Seaver. And one day, while visiting her family, he heard one of her parents playing this tune on the piano. They told him that they had heard a pianist play it in a piano lounge in 1932 when on their honeymoon to Phoenix, Arizona, and asked the pianist to write it down for them. It then became their song. And then it became Dave Gard's song as he copyrighted it in his name. The trio supposedly searched all over to try to find out who wrote the song but couldn't. So... It is a tune where the authorship is unknown, which is one component of a folk song. It's usually done as a vocal, but I'm going to play an instrumental version by the late Seattle saxophonist Floyd Standifer with the Pampas Quartet from 2005, Scotch and Soda. Thank you. 
Scotch and Soda, Floyd's Dandifer with the Pampas Quartet. We haven't done too much Middle Eastern traditional music in this series. Here's one that originated in the Eastern Mediterranean. No one knows who wrote it, but it's been heard in the 1920s by Arabic, Greek, and Jewish musicians. And today, it's been recorded as a surf song, rock and roll, klezmer, country, and jazz. It's called Miserlou. Here is a version by Vince Guaraldi from 1962 with Fred Marshall on bass, Colin Bailey drums, and Benny Villard Guero. Miserlou.
pianist Vince Guaraldi and company. Later, he became famous for writing the music to those Charlie Brown specials. Going to close today and finish this four-part series with a track from an album that I played near the beginning of the first episode. It's Vancouver, B.C., Canada, trumpeter, composer, and arranger Daniel Herzog. The album's called Open Spaces, Folk Songs Reimagined, and it was just released this year. Let's introduce this next composition by playing an excerpt from a choral version of the French-Canadian folk song which provides its thematic material, J'entends les moulons, rough translation being I Hear. notes, Herzog refers to this track that I'm going to be playing from his album, taken from themes from that tune you just heard, as Raucous and Wild Jaunt. It features Ben Kono on winds instruments, Brad Turner on trumpet and flugelhorn, and Dan Weiss being, according to Daniel Herzog, brilliant on drums. He calls this track, I Hear, based on the French-Canadian folk, sh- folk song, J'entends la Moulin. And you have been hearing Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan. Stay tuned for next week when I'm going to be talking about and playing the music of some of the masterful international and regional performers who have graced the stages of Jazz City here in Edmonton, Alberta. Bye for now. (laughs) 